So we're talking about, as always, this is how we do this, Serge. You and I start talking about something and then we think, oh, this is a good topic we should record. Um, and we're just talking about sort of the nature of bearing something alone. Um, you know, and an example of that might be some massive anxiety I'm having about something or maybe a physical condition or um, I don't know, it could be any number of things, but something that's causing me stress and anxiety um, and how bearing that alone sometimes is the first step of, of the process. Like, um, you know, suffering through something and bearing it alone it creates more suffering, I think, just bearing it alone. Like having, having something going on that is disturbing me that I'm holding for myself and not sharing with anybody else creates sort of a level of darkness about it and isolation. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're, what we want to do is um, um, contrast that with breaking the isolation mm. and, uh, and talking to somebody about that. And, um, and that sense of darkness, of heaviness that happens and kind of a leap of faith of talking to somebody else because from that place of darkness and heaviness, it feels like nobody can understand you. That's true. And I think in that darkness, so in the darkness of isolation, when I am isolated in my suffering, it feels dark and heavy and, and like too much, almost, a, you know, a lot, maybe too much. Um, from that place or in that place, I should say, it's difficult to find solutions. It's really difficult in the dark to, to find solutions. And I'm almost thinking about, actually, this is, this is something I noticed the other night that I woke, and this is not some, this is not an example of ongoing suffering in isolation, but I woke up in the middle of the night, it was like three o'clock in the morning, and I started worrying about something having to do with work. And I was getting anxious about it and spun up in the middle of the night, and I finally eventually fell back to sleep. And when I woke up the next morning in the daylight, it seemed si silly and trivial. Like I woke up and I was like, why on earth did I did I have so much anxiety about this? And I realized that it's the dark. It's thinking about things in the dark of night adds sort of an element of extra anxiety or something. I don't really know. And so I'm kind of drawing a parallel to what we're talking about here, which is when I am suffering about something that really is anxiety inducing or, or causing me stress or any kind of suffering by myself, it's almost like waking up in the middle of the night because it's dark. My thinking isn't wow. clear. I'm not solution oriented. Wow. Wow. No, I really like that. I really like that. So you're talking about what happens literally in the dark and literally in the dark, you can't see and not being able to see affects your mind. And so uh, from that place, um, it's that sense of, oh, I'm stuck with this and I'm afraid and yeah. 
Yeah. And so, so what, so the answer is to, or I guess an answer is to bring it into the light. And in the case of, of some sort of suffering or some sort of ruminating, I guess, that might be going on, whatever's happening to bring it in the light to me would be to share it with another person, to bring it out into the open and share it with another person. Right, 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 right. And so, you know, it's interesting because for me, the analogy is more like being in a little box, you know, um, like that concept of think out of the box. And so in contrast is moments when we are inside a little box and from it being inside the box, all we can see is the walls of that box. Mm-hmm. Um, and you need to step out, but from being inside, it feels like, what's the point, you know, and everything is going to be the same and the walls are too high and whatever. Uh, and, and it takes that kind of leap, um, to be outside and being able to then see the box from the outside instead of being stuck in. Um, and, and so those moments when we feel stuck and we feel like, uh, oh, this is so difficult that it, it it would be more complex to explain it to somebody. Nobody can understand, mm-hmm. you know. And and just you know, starting, and 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 it's interesting. The process starts. Uh, it starts with having somebody who is sympathetic, who, who is uh, able to listen. If you know, you go talk to somebody who is critical or who is, you know, lost in their own world and has no room for you, then essentially the more you talk, the more you feel a sense of futility or a sense of it's even worse. Um, But as you know, when you connect with somebody who is sympathetic and you kind of, as you talk, get positive feedback by looking at them, seeing the way they look at you. And so there's something that's inviting and draws you out of that box you're in. Um, And in some sense, you know, this is kind of what's happening in the conversation we had. uh, And we both started the conversation a little bit at low energy. Um, And then as we talked more, I think we've been drawing each other out um, as a sense of um, more anchoring and more connection. And I'm noticing, you know, as I talk, that my voice is more animated, you know, and reflecting that connection that's there. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think as we were sharing, we both realized that we both experienced the same exact suffering that we were dealing with. Each of us, you know, we were describing something and the other person said, oh, I've been there too. I completely relate. Let me describe mine and then and actually you did that you said let me describe what i've experienced and then i said oh that's exactly what i experienced and that knowledge you know that you also experienced it enabled me to open up even more and share more and i felt lighter and i felt healing honestly i felt some healing energy in the in the room in the in this virtual room we're in because you get it you see me yeah. And yeah. As and opposed so, to me being all alone, isolated, feeling weird and different and unusual, and nobody's going to understand. <clears throat> um, so by bringing it out into the light and sharing, um, created some healing in the process. 
Sorry, I said yeah, that. I am. Yeah, so you're, you're describing how helpful it was to you that my reaction was, oh, I can relate. And so, um, you know, it's not necessarily that the other person has the same thing you have, but the other person makes an effort to find what it is in you that can connect to that experience. Absolutely. And so, so that's creating a bridge. You know, we, we, it's great if we both have had the same experience, but even if we don't, there's kind of a little bit of a bridge. And so that's the opposite of isolation. That's a sense of connection that's building in terms of you're not alone with that experience. I have something that, you know, helps me understand a little better what's mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. And I think from that space, opportunities arise, you know, from that space, the energy of solution can arise, you know, the energy of, Hey, did you try this? Or I tried this, or um, it's interesting because you're talking about not necessarily having to share the exact same experience. However, there is something magical about sharing with someone who has had the exact same experience. And as we're talking about recovery from time to time in these discussions, you know, it occurs that it's helpful to seek out people that are, that have experienced similar things. You know, it's helpful to find a community or it could be a community of one or two or 20 um, who can say, yes, me too. I've, I, I've been there and here's what I did. Um, and so I think that's kind of one of the one of the things that maybe we seek out when we are suffering with particular situations is others who, who get it. Um, and, and, and also important in the process is others who are moving through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I want, to generalize it, I want to generalize it to not just make it about recovery, because um, of course, it's kind of widely accepted about recovery, there's these groups, there's AA, there's all the similar groups. But, um, you know, in other situations, maybe people don't necessarily think about it. Mm -hmm. But uh, that sense of how important it is to find a community of people who are dealing with something similar um, and feeling that you're not alone, that there is a community mm -hmm. behind that and kind of a multiplying effect, kind of a supporting effect. Yeah, um, it's, it's just making me think back on some situations where I was going through some tough stuff and one relationship of mine in particular, a girlfriend who I adore, um, I shared, I took a risk and came out of the dark and shared this quote unquote thing secret with her um, that I did not expect her to relate to at all. I just really needed to talk to somebody. So I took the risk and uh, we've become best friends over that because it turned out that she was going through the same exact thing, oddly enough, like by some crazy coincidence. And we were able to support each other for a, a good year um, through the process of going through this stuff at the same time. So I, I think my conclusion there is that, um, you know, sometimes it's okay. And, and I want to, I, th I think I want to have a little caveat here with, we, we do have to vet people. So, you know, 
people show you who they are, believe them. If they tend to be critical or they tend to be judgmental or all that, then clearly that's not the person you take the risk with. But sometimes it is important to just take the risk and come out of the dark and into the light by sharing with another human, um, even if you don't know that they may or may not. And so I want to I want to emphasize that notion of risk in all its dimensions. You've said it beautifully, and I just want to kind of repeat it to to make it, you know, really. Um, very present to see how important it is. So one is that um, in order to create connection and to share, um, there is something about stepping out of what feels safe at the moment. And isolation does feel safe. It might suck, but at least it feels safe. Um, and so it's really good to say, it feels like a risk, it feels difficult. And so to validate the difficulty that we have about breaking through the isolation in order to communicate is because we perceive it as a risk. And there's all kinds of reasons for it, including as you alluded to the sense of shame, you know, that, oh, this maybe is something that can be, you know, judged um, what I, what's happening. And so uh, there's a risk. And having said that, the beautiful part is to say, okay, but so risk does not mean um, when you take a risk that it always work. You do have to treat it like a risk, as you pointed out. And so what it means is being careful, uh, managing the risk, you know, not going to say it with somebody who has a proven record of being untrustworthy or critical, or maybe going slowly and establishing, you know, but something about there's a risk and you need to manage the risk as mm -hmm. opposed to, oh, it's a risk and ignore that there's a risk and trust that the universe will provide if you bo leap boldly out of the 10th floor and suddenly you're going to grow wings in order to, in, to fly instead of crashing on the, on the ground. So I like that concept of risk and managing risk. Mm -hmm. I really like that too. And I, I've noticed that... Um, I think just because of the the nature of the journey that I walk, um, I've become more comfortable with taking that risk, but I'm also better at vetting people. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten quite good at at recognizing fellow travelers, you know, and and uh, I guess maybe maybe testing the waters first before I share, but um, the the gift back of my willingness to come out of my shell and share and come out of the dark and into the light has been such deep and incredible connections with people. Um, yeah. And oftentimes it's given them permission to share their stuff that they never felt like they could share. Yeah. And um, to me, yeah. that's like what it's all about. I mean, that's the juice of life. It's when you can connect with another person in, in such a deep and meaningful way yeah, where maybe you weren't able to before. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm I'm just paraphrasing again, you know, just uh, it's so nice that sense of uh, you know emphasizing the reward of how um, it's 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 really not just uh, stepping out of the problem, but it's really enriching our life um, to to break through the isolation to take that risk, and um, as you pointed out that as it's something that's a skill that keeps being developed as we practice it. 
So uh, this is just like developing muscles by exercising that as you do it, you keep being better at it because you know how to do it. You strengthen your ability to do it. You strengthen your capacity to notice um, who is trustworthy or not or how to foster trust. I feel like I'm about to go down another bunny trail, but there's also a part of this where the more I practice this, the more connected to myself I get, the less likely it is that I'm going to be hurt by another person, even if they aren't trustworthy in the end. Wow, that's a beautiful point, yes. Yes, and it, 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 it might seem a little paradoxical to say connect with others, how would that help connect with you? But of course it makes sense because we're talking about that inner process of taking the risk and managing the risk. And so um, that notion of taking the risk and managing the risk means we're in a very mindful mode when we do that. And so from that mindful mode means being very connected. You know, I'm connected to myself. And then of course, uh, better able to absorb the shocks. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. It's an upward spiral of benefit. Yeah. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we could talk about this for another two hours, but but I <laughs> but we'll I come think, back to it. We'll come back yeah, to it. So maybe this is this is this is good for today. But that sense of uh, that sense of the uh, uh, breaking for isolation and connecting, and how it provides that spiral, you know, that has all these benefits and changes us. Mm -hmm. To find out more about the Proactive 12 Steps, see the website proactive12steps.com. Please send us your comments and suggestions through the feedback form at proactive12steps.com feedback.